Sometimes the best conversations are the ones you least expect. And sometimes your worst conversations are the ones that make you laugh the hardest. We're just two friends ruining the art of conversation. I'm Steven. I'm Luke. And you're listening to The Segway. I was thinking about the it thing we were talking about earlier with the balloons. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. so tell me what you would do in this situation, because I saw a video of this also on Facebook, which takes up way too much time. Yes. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> the, a woman walks in her apartment, okay. and in the middle of her floor are three uh, red balloons tied together on, like, a, a weight from the florist. Sure. And, like, creepy clown music playing so pretend Ooh. you just come back from seeing it really set in the mood you walk in your house you open the door walk in three balloons creepy clown music would you stay in the house um do i live by myself uh no okay well yeah i'd stick around i've been, i i have been the butt of and participated in plenty of of pranks of that nature that enough that I would I would want to stick around to see who who was fooling around with me yeah and um I guess I'd be dead if it was <laughs> so, so get this so this is what happened in that video I'm spoiler alert for everyone in the universe uh, all uh, two people who listen to our podcast uh so me yeah, yeah. And maybe my mother-in-law, but I'm not sure if she actually will or not, but <laughs> she might. Uh, so what happened was she walks in the door. She hears the music. You know, she's like holding her keys, looks really just dumbfounded, looking around like, what the f- is going on, right? And she stands there, and all of a sudden she goes, ah, fuck, nah. And she, she opens the door and walks out. Like, just leaves. That's it? Just leaves. So... So then, two minutes later, so it you know pops up with the screen. Two minutes later, she comes back into the house. This time, she's talking on the phone. She's like, "Look, there's balloons. There's creepy circus music. Blah 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 blah." She's talking on the phone. She hangs up. She goes into her bedroom at, to do whatever in there. And her friend, who is also her roommate, yes. Are you raising your hand? Well, yeah. I had a question. Yeah. I guess we're watching this video. So we, as people watching the video, we know that someone is playing with her because they've set up multiple cameras to catch her reactions in it. different rooms. Yep. You got right? it. Right. Okay, okay. Yep. Yeah. So she goes in the bedroom. Uh, she starts doing whatever. And the clown, her roommate dressed up as a clown comes out from the closet behind her and, you know, starts, I don't know what she does. The woman screams, uh, she jumps up on the bed. The clown jumps up on the bed with her. And all of a sudden, you hear the woman who uh, who's not dressed up as a clown. You hear her taser start to go off. Like the, oh, zzz, no. Zzz, zzz, zzz. Like she's she's snapping it. Like she's trying to warn whoever that is. And uh, her, her roommate goes, no, no, no. And like pulls off the clown mask. And she was like, I was about to tase you. That's oh. How close it was. Yeah. Yeah. So when, you know, pranks gone bad. Uh 57 uh somebody almost got tased like 
haven't you heard stories about people that come into their house, somebody's house at night, like maybe a kid shows up late or something, and they get shot, like because yeah. the homeowners, like I don't know, uh, I don't, I don't know who you are, I'm, I'm scared, you know, and then you flip on the light switch and you're like, oh my god, that was Johnny. Like, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I worked for a security company briefly, and I spoke to a customer who the reason he was getting his security system was because a family friend, it was a, the kid of their like the son of the family friend had gotten high or drunk or something. He wasn't really sure, but had come to his house instead of going home, come into his house at like three in the morning and just stood in the shower, taking a shower with his clothes on and homeowner nearly shot the kid because he didn't know who the hell was in his in his home. So that yeah. that totally makes sense. Yeah. That scares me. I mean, like what if what if my wife gets home late from work one day and you know, I'm just scared like crazy and do something dumb. So, uh clear disclosure uh for all those who want to rob me. I don't have a gun in my house. We because of that reason, like I'm one of, you know, Part of the responsibility of having a gun in your house, in my opinion, is being ready to use it and using it responsibly. And I'm I would be afraid that did I have a loaded weapon in the master bedroom closet that I might end up in a situation where somebody got shot who didn't need to because they were, you know, a friend or. I don't know, somebody that the neighbor who had a break in and came over to you know, call nine one one or, you know, whatever. Um, and that's, that's, it's, there's that, that moment between being fully asleep and fully awake where the world make at, makes absolutely no sense. Um, and that's the moment when, you know, you, you grab the gun and aim it at someone who's just trying to like, you know, tell you that you're snoring or something or whatever, but, or they've yeah. gone and gotten like a, gotten a cup of tea or or yeah. made some toast in the middle of the night yeah and that's way too deep of a topic for this podcast because there's very <laughs> polarized opinions about uh gun and whatever but i think we can all agree that uh to be a responsible gun owner you have to be able to think through the fog of uh of that of Oh my God! There's there's a clown in my house that's attacking me, and I just saw the movie It, and I'm gonna tase somebody. Versus this is clearly a prank, you know. Here's the deal: humans aren't responsible enough to not fart like in public, like with strangers around. So take that 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 premise to like to weapons, and I mean it's pretty. My opinion is that. People don't need to run around with guns. <laughs> we're we're an irresponsible, unreliable, and uh, shifty-eyed bunch of people. Yeah, but I think not everyone is that way. Not Some everyone. people are responsible. Like I think a lot about me, and I don't know, and that's why I don't have a gun, right? I mean, because I don't know that I could make that decision in a clear conscience, and maybe I could. I think it would take a lot of training, but I don't, I don't have that. And so, um, 
I, I just don't have one. And I, I guess the ultimate result is somebody breaks in my house, take whatever you want, man. Uh, I, I can't defend myself, but please don't shoot me or my family. You know, but oh, go ahead. I don't know. Go ahead. Well, the I think the obvious, um, the obvious resolution is to just uh, Kevin McAllister your house just every night. <laughs> have have an or like just an inordinate amount of booby traps set everywhere in your home. Make sure everyone has a diagram of where all the booby traps have been set and just sleep peacefully knowing that if, you know, sticky bandits come in, they're going to get an iron to the face and blowtorch to the butt. Yeah. Or the, the water bandits or whatever they called themselves in the first one. So, but that's natural with kids. Like there's booby traps in my house every day. (laughs) True. Well, so you're halfway there. You just need to get get it organized and disciplined, and then house is safeguarded. Have you ever yeah. seen the movie Three Ninjas? Okay, I think I have seen. I think we watched it at school in like fourth grade. We voted on it, and I never. It's like the three kids, and they do these like don't. All I remember is at one point they gave somebody a laxative. Is this a different movie? I think that's the same movie. Might have been the same. Yeah, they like poured a bunch of poured a bunch of laxative in something and gave it to somebody, and they you know had to poop. I feel like it was basically Home Alone with three kids and their martial artists. But um, the one thing that I took away from it and wasn't was one of them a use... fat kid. I think there was like a, a chubby fit kid. I think, I think I'm gonna so. look. I'm gonna Google that. The one thing that I took away from that whole movie experience was that you can make. Uh, basically uh, projectile bombs, spice bombs with, with uh, all the, the ingredients in your mom's pantry or spice cabinet uh, and, and coffee filters and rubber bands. That's all you need to protect yourself. Just pour a bunch of peppers or pepper and spices in a coffee filter. And you've got a little, um, little projectile pepper spray bomb. I actually tried that when I was, I tried to make those when I was a kid and it, um, I was incredibly disappointed. Didn't I tried work. to throw it, threw it, threw it at one of my friends. <laughs> it just kind of fell apart. Uh, so I Googled I, three ninjas and, uh, there is no fat kid. You might've been thinking of the Chris Farley movie, like Beverly Hills Ninja. I know. No, I think I was thinking of the mighty ducks actually. <laughs> Is <laughs> the gold, ducks, Goldberg Goldberg ninjas? Oh yeah, I think Goldberg appears in like every movie, and so I feel like he was in that movie. And then he got so ripped for the for his step into re- the professional wrestling career. What he was a wrestler? Oh no, um, different. There was... No, that's a different Goldberg, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, was, I was making a joke. Fail, joke fail. Well, it's kind of funny for everyone else when the person you're telling the joke to doesn't get it, and they're like, <laughs> "God, he's an idiot." So everyone else will laugh, but oh, um, all right, you, it's okay for you to be disappointed with your joke. I'm glad we took this moment to to dissect that. Appreciate so, it. So, 
So speaking of um, their spice bomb, have you ever done the cinnamon challenge? Once. In the, well, no, I didn't even do it. I watched you do it. Did I do it? Yes. Was I drunk? That was. It was the first time you and I ever got drunk together. Yeah. Oh, boy. I was drunk and on cough medicine, and I was afraid I was going to die. I had to call my brother in the middle of the night to make sure it was okay if I drank more whiskey. <laughs> wow. Uh, so I totally don't remember us doing it, but uh, <laughs> I do remember, and there's not a lot of detail here, but I do remember making my, at the time, I think he was like 12-year-old nephew do the cinnamon challenge, and then I videotaped it. He was not successful. Uh, doesn't it doesn't it make you I mean people can die doing oh did you hear my voice yeah people can people can die from that right uh like they can I don't know that there's any I don't know there's any documented cases but I think what can happen is that you aspirate the cinnamon into your lungs and then it makes it hard to breathe right I mean anytime things are in your lungs I feel like that's a step too close to dying one yeah, step I mean, closer than I would, you know, I mean, we can always but at least, it. at least you have nice breath. I wasn't a very good uncle, by the way. Uh, this has nothing <laughs> to do with nice breath. And is cinnamon really nice breath? Like, do you want cinnamon breath? I feel, I mean, there's cinnamon gum. If we don't want, if we don't want pleasant cinnamon breath, then why would they make cinnamon gum? But what I would you like- I feel like cinnamon is different than cinnamon gum, and that doesn't make any sense, but I feel like cinnamon gum is, like, spicy, and cinnamon is not spicy. I think it just depends on what you think good breath smells like. Ask my dog, and she's going to say cat ass and other dog poop, but... Yeah, and that's funny, because if your breath smells like cat ass, where's your mouth been? (laughs) Um, so anyway, as I was saying before you interrupted me, um, I also one time, so backstory, my nephew uh, had like, this is not even funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. My nephew had heart surgery at like two weeks old, open heart surgery, had like his arteries were switched. And so, I mean, he's fine. He's, you know, 21 now adult, whatever. He's fine. But uh, when he was like six, we went to the local Chinese restaurant in my hometown and I poured a whole bunch of soy sauce on his food. And all I remember Mm. is my sister being so mad because he has heart issues and you just gave him a bunch of sodium. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I forgot. It's like, let me top off that chicken Szechuan with some fresh lard. Yeah. But, you know. Sorry. I also how think old, one. T- huh? How old was he when you made him do the cinnamon challenge? Uh, twelve. <laughs> That's the perfect age for like for any uncle or aunt to be like, "Hey, I'm I don't want to do this thing. That's probably gonna make me feel like shit, but I totally want to see you feel like shit." And the kid's like, "Yeah, sure, let's do this. I want to let's like right on. I want to feel like shit." <laughs> yeah uh i also one time remember i think this was with my nephews putting pepper in uh their sodas <laughs> oh. <laughs> and they were really mad because i ruined you know like whatever fountain drink they had 
So like just ground black pepper. Yeah, you know, rip open a little pepper packet, pour it in when they're not looking. And... My brother did that to me. Only it was barbecue sauce, and he used horseradish. He he put a bunch of horseradish sauce at the bottom, and then topped it off with with barbecue. Ugh. And then gave me a a fry because he knew I liked to dunk my fries in some BBQ sauce. And I just got a mouthful of horseradish for the first time and thought I was going <laughs> to die. That's great. Um, so similar but different. I went to Boys State, which was which was put on by I think it's the American is it the American Legion that does that. I don't know. I think so. Yeah, American I Legion so. does does Boys State, and uh, you know you make a fictional fifty first state. Blah 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 blah. Everybody's a junior in high school, and they're all hanging out away from at a college campus for a week. It, so everybody it's does like crazy Lord of the Flies. Shit. Yeah, kind of. Uh, but the, the the deal was people would take whatever leftovers they had. Uh, so like you eat lunch, whatever's left over, you mix it in the the pitcher of soda that was on the table. So yeah. you like take you know like pizza crust and like peas and uh, chicken. And whatever, and you put it all in there, and you mix it up, and then everybody, you know, chips in, and you give somebody twenty bucks if they drink like a glass of that stuff. Oh, I totally would have been that guy. So, uh, you know, that happened, and whatever, that's fine. Some people got sick, yeah. but <laughs> the legend goes, uh, my, yeah, my wife tells me of the legend of someone at her school. Evidently, that was a thing when she was in high school too. They did it in the cafeteria, except somebody put, no joke, a used tampon. Oh, come on. Now, in the drink. Just not, that's not so, in the first place. Yeah, well, I mean, even if it's not used, it's not, right? Because uh, it absorbs. I So I don't know the story behind it, but they had to, like, make a trip to the ER, pump the stomach. You know, like, I mean, it was like a... Oh, so they actually downed it. They got the yeah, tampon. It was like oh. a medical emergency. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can go into toxic shock. I think that's only when it's in your vagina. Well, no, well, I, I guess for <laughs> for animals, I guess because our dog, our dog, got one when she was a puppy, and somehow shat it out. We didn't know what was wrong with her. We were it happened. We probably should have taken her to the vet earlier, but she she started displaying like the shakes and she wasn't she was like drinking a lot but but and she couldn't get enough to drink yeah. and then all of a sudden pooped a tampon which was the most amazing thing to me and then I we we were wor- I mean how does it go I mean like it, I, so it it wasn't the whole thing it was like the she had to have just bitten off the um like half of it there was no applicator? No. Because huh. could you make, imagine if you could make your dog dispense things you needed? Like, hey, Fido, I need a condom. And, like, the dog the dog poops a condom for you. It would have to be wrapped. It's like smuggling drugs into prison. But if you could have a dog whatever dispenser. I just... 
I just imagine, I just imagine like some uh, top level mafia type visiting uh, some convicts in prison and carrying just a like a little <laughs> foo foo dog, like a little a Yorkie, I don't know, a little Schitzel. Schitzel? What? <laughs> oh, Schitzel, my nizzle. <laughs> yeah, carrying a little Yorkie and then. Just say, hey, watch this. And, like, pushes its nose or tweaks a paw or something. And then, like, pry bars come out of its butt and shivs. And... <laughs> I was thinking something like, uh, what I was really thinking was, why are we talking about this? But aside from that, <laughs> what I was thinking about was, you know, those little, uh, the candy, like, the when you were a kid, you had those machines that would dispense the toy and would be in those little plastic containers with, like, the flat oh, lid, like, yeah. round. Like the semi globe with the flat lid. Okay. Like, what if you could put diamonds in that and be like, "I'm gonna sell some diamonds today." <laughs> Open up, Fido. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had another thing to talk about related to that, but I don't know where that went because <laughs> we're way off. We're way down. The... Hmm. Wow. To talk about what? What was this it our life. tied to? I think it was related to. Dogs eating tampons. I don't really want to talk about gross stuff anymore. <laughs> I was going to talk about one time I got home from school and my dog was outside and it was like yelping like crazy. It was like yelping yeah. and uh, screaming. If dogs can do that. Ugh. And I walk over and I'm like, socks, are you okay? And there was another dog and they were connected. Like they were stuck oh. together. They had, oh, I've seen that. Yeah, that's not good. That was traumatic. Yeah, I have a I have a very similar story. I didn't oh see it as a kid. I can only imagine as a kid that that's got to be. As I saw it as a, like a college student, and it still blew my mind. Like I never even knew that was a thing. And then my first thought was, can that happen to humans? <laughs> oh, good question. But maybe that's yeah, a question that's... for Dr. Dre. <laughs> Call into the love line and <laughs> Dr. Hey, so I have a question. So the other night I was, you know, making love to my Wait. girlfriend and and I think my penis got stuck. <laughs> Are... Do you mean, do you mean Dr. Drew? Yeah, who's Dr. Dre? Oh, that's the rapper. Same difference. They look the same. They talk the same. I mean, might as well just be the same guy. Were you confused? Can can we just, can we end every episode with a dear letter to, to Dr. Dre? Just to see if you'll <laughs> see if you're Doctor Dre. You are a, a doctor of many things. Mm-hmm. Please answer our our questions. Do I wonder if that would happen more often with butt sex than with other sex. <laughs> I mean, it. I guess it just depends on a person's clinchability. Either way, you know, if someone's got some some just ironclad 
kegels going on, they could clamp down and get you from the front just as easily as pinch you off in the back. <laughs> All right, and we're done. We're done with that. And uh, you know what, guys? I think this is a great place for us to stop for this episode. So thank you for joining us uh, at the Segway. Hopefully you've enjoyed our hour. I'd like to thank my partner in crime, Luke, uh, from both of us. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to The Segway, created and produced by Stephen Knittel and Luke Hessler. 